Hello and welcome to another episode of The Voice of Alignment. I trust you've had a great day or I trust you are about to have a great day or I trust that you are having an amazing day, whichever time of the day you are in. My name is Sheon Ukikiola and it is such a great pleasure to share the word of God with you on another episode of The Voice of Alignment podcast. I trust that this is going to be another life-changing teaching as we continue in our series on the principles of a divine breakthrough. Now, in the last episode, we continued our series on the principles of a divine breakthrough. When we began this series, we established the fact that a divine breakthrough is a breakthrough that cannot be explained without credit to God. It is a breakthrough that when you tell the story of that breakthrough, you cannot afford to discount God. You can't discount God because it is clear that this is the hand of God at work. Then we began to look at principles of a divine breakthrough. Now, these principles are like truths or like facts that are drawn from scriptures and from the experience of people, particularly in the scriptures, who experienced the divine breakthrough at one point or the other. Now, these principles are like patterns that we see and we look at case studies of God's intervention in the situation of men to deliver a divine breakthrough. In Acts chapter 10 verse 34, the Bible tells us that God is not a respecter of persons. The reason one person will experience a divine breakthrough and another will not is not because God loves one person and hates the other. Rather, it's a matter of principles. There are things that can be done to position ourselves for a divine breakthrough. One shocking fact about divine breakthroughs is that being a believer or a Christian alone does not entitle you to a divine breakthrough. If it does, it won't be a prayer point in churches today. When you read the Bible, you will see that God gave divine breakthroughs even to people of other faith. As puzzling as this may sound, it is not a heresy. Naaman was not a worshipper of God, yet God gave him a divine breakthrough in his health. In Matthew chapter 8 from verse 5 to 13, the centurion who needed a breakthrough for his servants was not a Jew, yet he got a breakthrough for his servants. In Matthew chapter 15, we see the story of the Canaanite woman who came to Jesus. Despite Jesus hesitating to give her a miracle, he eventually did. The point I'm making here is that triggering a divine breakthrough is a product of alignment with certain facts or truths or principles, whichever way you want to see it or call it. And it is these principles that we are focusing on in this series. So what are these principles we have looked at so far? The first principle we looked at is the fact that a divine breakthrough is positioned for. We position ourselves for a divine breakthrough through alignment with the instructions of God, through our obedience to the word of God. The second principle that we looked at is the fact that a divine breakthrough happens within the confines of the will and the agenda of God. 
a divine breakthrough happens within the confines of the will and the agenda of God. So if you're seeking for a divine breakthrough and it seems like that divine breakthrough is not uh, coming your way, one of the things or one of the checklists or one of the things that you need to look at is whether or not uh, you are operating or you're positioned in the will or in the agenda of God. It's always much more easier for you to to, to attract a divine breakthrough uh, when we walk or when you position yourself within the will and the agenda of God. And why is that so? That is so because God is always committed to his will. God is always committed to his agenda. The frequency of divine breakthrough happens most within the will and within the agenda of God. The third principle we looked at was the fact that nothing triggers a divine breakthrough like the word of God. And then we looked at the fourth principle, which is the fact that nothing unlocks the door to a divine breakthrough like spiritual authority. And this was what we looked at in the last episode. And we emphasized the fact that spiritual authority um, is very, very critical in the equation of a divine breakthrough. That's one of like the fundamental keys or the fundamental secrets or the fundamental uh, door opener to a divine uh, breakthrough and why is this so this is so because people who represent spiritual authority are men and women who are engraced by god who are anointed by god and who carry the power the unction and the ability to open doors and to shut doors you know so uh these are people people who occupy positions of spiritual authority people who are anointed by god Men and women who are called of God uh, to do one thing or the other and who God sends you to or who are sent to you by God are people who carry the power, who carry the authority to move things uh, in the realm of the spirit which then finds expression and finds manifestation in the realm of the physical as a divine breakthrough. If you have not had the opportunity to listen to any of these Uh, three episodes that we've done so far in this series from either it's part one or part two or part three uh, of this series please you can do so by uh, visiting www.voiceofalignment.com forward slash podcast and there you can find the part one the part two and the part three of our series on the principles of a divine breakthrough Now, in this episode, we will discuss briefly on two additional principles uh, that I think are uh, very, very relevant. These are principles that are also very, very important, uh, not more important than the others and also not less important than the others. But these are principles, these two principles are principles that um, are very, very, very uh, critical that we we know and that we embrace uh, in our quest for a divine breakthrough now the fifth principle that we're going to be looking at in this series is seeing god as your source and every other thing else as a resource now this is one principle that i learned many years ago uh i think i was a student in the university at that time and uh you see in our quest for a divine breakthrough uh it is very important that we see God as the source 
of the divine breakthrough that we desire. And it is also important that we see every other thing else, every other thing that or every other instrument or every other path to that divine breakthrough as a resource. We must be intentional about this. And you see, uh, it's not just about acknowledging uh, God as your source, you know, by, by, by mere word. It must be an innate awareness and uh, a knowledge that needs to sink in, even into um, our subconscious that God is the source of uh, the divine breakthrough or every breakthrough or the source of the divine breakthrough that we're seeking. And whatever God uses is only a resource. Now, let's start with the source. Now, why is it important to see God as the source? One peculiar characteristic about God is that he will never share his glory uh, with anyone or with anything. Isaiah chapter 42 verse 8 is very clear on this. Isaiah chapter 42 verse 8 says, I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not share my glory with anyone else or the praise due me with idols. Now, it is very easy for us as humans to credit what we see and sense for a breakthrough and ignore what we cannot see. In Isaiah chapter 42 verse 8, God is specific about these two things. God is specific about people and God is specific about things. Now, it is so easy and uh, it is, uh, we, it's so easy for people to fall into the trap of uh, seeing other people as the source of a divine breakthrough. Say, let's say, for instance, you're trusting God for a financial breakthrough, and uh, you know, suddenly somebody comes into your life, and you know, the money that you've been praying, seeking God, you know, and trusting God for uh, that person just writes a check or does a transfer, you know, and he 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 makes that uh, breakthrough a reality for you. It's easy for us to fall into the the uh, temptation or to fall into the trap of of seeing that person as you know a source when uh, we should actually see God as the source and that person as um, a resource, a resource that God has used in order to bath uh, that divine breakthrough that you've been praying for, that you've been seeking God for, and that you've been trusting God for. Uh, for many times, it could even be connections that we have. Sometimes it's the money that we have. We see our wealth or whatever God has given us. We see it as a source, you know, rather than seeing it as a resource and seeing God as the source of whatever that wealth, whatever it is that you possess, or whatever breakthrough uh, it can give to you. Now, God can give you a financial breakthrough uh, through a connection, but you must acknowledge the fact that you must have it at the back of your mind. It must sink into your subconscious that God is the source and that connection is only a resource that God has given to you to bring that breakthrough. The challenge with many people is that oftentimes in this kind of situation, they treat the connection as a source and God as a resource instead of the other way around. They become so dependent on the resource and even ignore the source, which is God, until there is a problem with the resource. 
many times they are looking up to that connection and you know they are trusting that okay i know this person i know that person and you know this person or that person is going to come through for me until uh maybe that person becomes incapacitated or until uh something severes uh that relationship and then uh, we we begin to pray and begin to ask God uh, for mercy and ask God to help us. You know, meanwhile, all the while, uh, our focus has been on that person as as a source rather than a resource that God has placed in our life to be able to you know rough the divine breakthrough uh, that we are praying to God for, that we're trusting God for, and seeking the face of God for. For some, they see what should be the resource as the source and completely forget about the source now these are people who consciously or unconsciously make idols of what god has given to them as a resource their money has become their god the reverence their connection more than the reverence god they take care of their business they take care of their investments and when it comes uh, to spending money on you know on, on their investments or their business taking care of uh, things that bring in the money or that generates uh, the whatever it is that you know they're trusting God for whatever the breakthrough uh, that you know has come their way they spend so much attention you know caring for that uh, that resource or what uh, I would refer to as that channel uh, of breakthrough that God has given to them. And yet when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to the things of the kingdom, uh, they become very miserly and they don't even care at all. You know, this is one of the signs uh, that uh, a person's attention uh, has been diverted away from the source. Rather than looking at God as the source, he or she has come to a point where uh, he or she is treating the resource that God has placed in his or her life as uh, the source. Now, being in a position where you consciously or unconsciously replace the source with a resource is a dangerous thing and that can subtly rob many people of the divine breakthrough. In Psalms chapter 146 verse 3, the Bible says, Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. Jeremiah chapter 17, when you read from verse 5 to 8, this is an interesting passage that I love. Jeremiah chapter 17 from verse 5 to 8, it says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusted in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and those whose heart departed from the Lord. Verse 6 says, For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the past places in the wilderness in a salt land and not inhabited verse 7 says blessed is the man that trusted in the lord and whose hope is the lord verse 8 goes on to say for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the rivers and shall not see when the heat cometh but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruits. Now, when we begin to see our resource as our source, the resource becomes a curse. 
So wealth can be a blessing or it can become a cause. Connections can be a blessing or they can become a cause. In fact, intelligence can be a blessing and it can become a curse. Now, I come from Nigeria and I reside in Nigeria. Nigeria is a country that is blessed with so much oil. But the oil that was supposed to be a blessing is now regarded by some people as a curse to the nation. So, it is possible that what is supposed to be a blessing or what God has positioned in your life to be a blessing, it's possible that that thing can become a curse. To position yourself for a divine breakthrough, you must be very intentional in separating and making this distinction. The interesting thing about God is that God knows our heart. He knows whether we have gotten to that level where he can entrust the breakthrough in our hands and that breakthrough won't derail our walk with him. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 3 says, The finding pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tried the heart. Having said this, it is important for me to emphasize the fact that there is a way to treat the source that is God and there is also a way to treat a resource. For the source, which is God, we give him glory, praise, we acknowledge him as the source. For a resource, we take care of it. Giving glory and praise to God and acknowledging him as the source is easy to understand. But what do I mean when I talk about taking care of the resource that God places in our life as the channel for a divine breakthrough? For instance, God can bring relationships into your life as a resource in God's equation of your divine breakthrough. It is up to you to take care of that relationship with a good attitude, with demonstration of love, and with intentional efforts to build that relationship. God won't do that for you. God can give you a job as a resource for a financial breakthrough. In fact, many times, everything we are praying and fasting to God for can be answered with a job. I'll give you an example. Many years ago, um, I think it was in 2017, 2018, I had a long list of things that, you know, I was trusting God for and I was believing God, uh, you know, for in my life. But then one day I sat down and I realized that, look, you know, there, and, you know at that time I'd been applying for uh, some jobs and, you know, I, I realized that, look, uh, there are some jobs that I can get that, you know, will answer the income that I'm going to get from, you know, that job will answer, would deliver uh, about 80% or more of uh, some of the breakthroughs and the uh, and the things that I've been praying to God for and that I've been trusting God for. So, you see, sometimes a lot of the things that, you know, we are praying God, when we look at our prayer list and we look at all the items, you know, it's possible that, you know, God can just bring one thing he can just introduce something into your life and that thing that he introduces into your life, it can become a channel that will take care of 70, 80%, 90% of uh, the items or the things on your prayer list. It could be a job, it could be a relationship, um, it could be a business opportunity, it could be an idea, you know. So there are cases like that and you see, 
many of you listening to me right now, including myself, have either a job or a business or a position of influence that God has given us as a resource. Now, God won't do an excellent job for us. It's up to us to do an excellent job. It's up to us to uh, fulfill the requirements of that job or to meet the obligations of the business that God you know, has given to us as a resource uh, in the equation of uh, God's delivery of a divine breakthrough uh, to us. It is up to us to show up um, and to deliver when it comes to the resource, whatever it is that God has given um, unto us. If it's a relationship, it's up to us, you know, to, to, to bring value into that relationship. It's up to us to keep that relationship, to maintain that relationship, you know, as a resource that God has given unto us uh, for a divine breakthrough. Now, what I'm trying to say here is simple. Do not abuse the resources that God introduces into your life as a channel of a divine breakthrough. For many, divine breakthroughs have become scarce simply because they have abused the resources that God put in their lives. You should not worship those resources and you should also not abuse those resources. These resources uh, could also even include your talents or your potentials. This is why developing your talents and potential is very, very critical. It is not enough to be talented. You must develop it with the consciousness of the fact that God gave you that talent as a resource. This was the error that the servants in the parable of the talents who was given one talent and then buried it instead of putting it to use. This was the error that that servant made. You can see uh, this story, the parable of the talents in Matthew chapter 25 uh, from verse 14 to 13. A master was going on a journey and he called three of his servants and he gave one five talents, he gave another one two talents and he gave one uh, one talent. The one that had five talents put his talent to use, traded, you know, and made uh, more talents. The one that had two talents did the same thing, put his talent to use uh, and doubled what his master had given him. But the one who was given one talent, uh, rather than putting it to use, abused that talent by going to bury that talent. When you talk about abuse, it's abuse comes from abnormal use. You know, so we must be careful not to uh, abnormally use the gifts the talents, the potentials, the opportunities that God has placed in our lives. The interesting thing about God is that many times you cannot even tell what God will use as a resource. God can make so many things available to you, but you can't even tell which one that God is going to use uh, per time. And this is why it is important to have uh, the right attitude towards people and towards things. A right attitude makes it easy for resources to be used by God, especially when those resources have a will, especially when it comes to, you know, people, because people have a will. God may want to use a person, you know, in your life uh, as, as, as a channel or as a resource for a divine breakthrough that you've been trusting God for. But uh, if the person um, has, uh, does not have the will, or maybe you, you, your relationship, the nature of your relationship with such a person uh, has not been 
hasn't been anything to write home about and you know god keeps impressing it on the mind of this person uh but then because uh you've not handled the relationship uh properly uh this person because he or she has a will uh becomes reluctant or becomes disobedient uh to god you know in such situations it will take uh the mercy of god it will take the grace of god uh, to superimpose his will over the will of that person just to get that person uh, to do what he or she needs to do in your life uh, for you to have that divine uh, breakthrough that that you desire now let very quickly let me just give um, an illustration of this um, like i said I, I gave an instance of you know um of uh, a time where i realized that uh if i had a job a particular kind of job um it was going to answer a large portion of the prayer the things that i've been trusting god uh for you know at that time of my life and um god being faithful god gave me a divine breakthrough and you know this category of job that i was looking for um it's like an international job you know and i've been applying i'd applied several times to several companies uh you know and i kept on getting uh rejections and all of that and i remember i went for a program in church at that time um i was in a town called iwo and i used to attend uh the 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 branch of uh winners chapel living faith church and i remember uh there was a uh, we had this program like a night vigil it's called the night with the king and um i went for this program uh the man of god great man of god bishop david oedipo ministered very powerful, powerfully as usual and you know led us in some prayer sessions and we got to an end to the end of a session and he gave an instruction uh, he told us to write whatever we want you know on a paper and we should put that paper on the ground and that the god that called him and sent him and anointed him that we are going to see that god at work you know and already i've been thinking okay if i have just this one job it's going to solve a lot of problems so i didn't write too many things on that paper i tore out a small sheet of paper and i just wrote just maybe just two things number one was the job and number two was something else i can't remember and i put it down and you know uh that week the miracle happened i got the job and i started working with this company but i was working um i was just working more like uh like uh on a freelance contract with this company you know and so i think it was uh maybe five months down the line on the weekend suddenly uh without me knowing uh the ceo of the company sends me a message i'd never worked with the ceo of the company and i didn't even know he was he was the ceo i just saw um a message from him from a, a uk number you know and asking me if i could uh work on a particular uh order that they had from a client and this client's a job that should typically take like three four five days the client wanted it in six hours and this was a weekend and typically other you know other people working with the company would typically decline to work on a weekend and so i looked at the work looked at everything and i was like okay i didn't plan to work today but i can do it and i took up the job and I did the job and um, less than six hours, I delivered the work. But then something happened. I delivered the work 
and he looked at the work and he was like okay the work is good you know and then maybe he even sent it to the client but then i decided to take a second look at the work and i went through it what i had done i went through it again and i realized that okay this can be better you know and i tried to improve one or two or three um, areas of the work you know so i did like a revised and uh, an improved work uh, within an hour you know after submitting the first work i submitted and i sent the work to to this uh to this man who was my boss the ceo of the company and i sent it to him and i explained to him in the message and i said look i've sent you i know i sent you something before and i know you feel it's good but then i saw i went through what i had done before I saw this, 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 and I decided to improve this work. Here is an improved version uh, for the client. And, you know, just that attention to details, you know, he it, it impressed him a lot. To cut the long story short, um, within a month, I got a full-time contract with the company. I was working with the company as a freelance, uh, as a freelance agent uh, before this time. But then with the full-time job, I was getting like four times the salary I got, you know, uh, as as a freelance, uh, as a freelance uh, employee of this company, you know. So just little, those little things, attention to details in your work, you know, uh, going the extra mile in your job, in your business, uh, in the relationships that God brings your way, all these things that we see as a resource you going the extra mile to ensure that you know you deliver uh value you going the extra mile to ensure that you give your best you know it goes a long way in god using those resources to bring divine breakthroughs uh into your life and this is one principle that is very i feel is very 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 important uh for us to 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 uh to know to understand and to abide by many times uh because of the uh attitude people have because of the uh how nasty they are to people and how they mistreat things you know even the things sometimes it could even be just uh, possessions things that you own you know maybe god has given you something has put something in your care and that thing is supposed to be a key to uh, a breakthrough three years down the line. So if you misuse it now, you abuse it now, three years down the line, two years down the line, when that thing is supposed to you know, deliver for you, it's not going to be there. So having that right attitude towards people, having that right attitude, that right disposition to life in general, you know, is very, very critical here. Now, very quickly, let me just go into the sixth uh, principle in this series. Uh, and the sixth principle in this series uh, of the principles of a divine breakthrough is seeing time as God's breakthrough factory. Seeing time as God's breakthrough factory. Now, in the process of positioning ourselves for a divine breakthrough, it is important to see time as God's breakthrough factory because sometimes the breakthrough that we are seeking for, sometimes the breakthrough that uh, we are trusting God for, sometimes it may not materialize immediately. And it may not, or sometimes it may not materialize when we want it to materialize. But you see, it is very important that we understand that delay in God's equation of a divine breakthrough is not equal to denial. 
we must understand this principle of the fullness of time there is a principle of the fullness of time things will happen in the fullness of time according to god's scheme and god's agenda now a typical illustration can be seen in uh, the case of the promise of the messiah now many in the old testament had long awaited uh, the coming of the messiah that was supposed to be like you know a breakthrough because you know the, the there was a promise of the messiah that was going to come and redeem them that was going to come and set them free from captivity and all of that you know so so a lot of them awaited uh the coming of the messiah people like anna and simeon uh god did not allow them to die uh you know until they were able to see the messiah but the fact was that the messiah was to come at the fullness of time there was a time that the messiah was supposed to come for 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 for, for the israelite that was like a point of breakthrough for them and so they were so um, eager they were expectant of the coming of the messiah but that coming of the messiah was going to happen in the fullness of time galatians chapter 4 verse 4 says but when the fullness of time had come god sent his son born of a woman born under the law sometimes a divine breakthrough can be like pregnancy some animals require like as little as 22 days to be pregnant and to give birth some require as much as 22 months for them to be pregnant and for them to deliver it is the same god that designed their pregnancy period for reasons that are best known to god so the elephant that requires 22 months to deliver um, her baby should not use the rat that requires only 22 days you know as a yastic to judge the faithfulness or to judge the commitment of god to her fruitfulness in second corinthians chapter 10 verse 12 in the amplified bible the bible says we do not have the audacity to put ourselves in the same class or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves they lack wisdom and behave like fools you see this principle draws from the second principle that we talked about which is the fact you know that a divine breakthrough happens within the confines of the will and within the confines of god's agenda for our life so as part of the will and as part of the agenda of god for our life sometimes there is a timing to it let me give an example from the bible the case of lazarus you know lazarus was sick lazarus was a close friend of jesus lazarus was sick and they sent word to jesus that lazarus your friend um, is sick they wanted jesus christ to come and pray for lazarus and to heal him and rather than jesus christ getting up immediately and going to pray for his friend jesus christ waited you know until lazarus had died and so it was after lazarus died that jesus said okay it's time for us to go now when you look at that scenario you will see that timing was critical and linked to this timing was purpose you see the purpose of what jesus christ did when he went to the tomb of lazarus the purpose would not have been fulfilled if jesus had immediately gotten up at the first delivery of the message that his friend was sick 
you know so there is there was there had to be that fullness of time you know so sometimes that's the case with many of the things or some of the things that we're trusting god for sometimes it looks like we've been praying we've been trusting god we've been believing god for these things and it seems like it's not coming many times when it's like that it's because it's not uh the fullness of time for that breakthrough has not come the moment the fullness of time comes uh it will happen with ease and i've you see i've experienced this uh so many times uh in so many areas of my life if i remember many years ago uh before i got married you know as a young as a young uh, as a as a youth young my early 20s i always had the vision or the idea that okay i would get married maybe by 27 28 uh thereabouts i got to 27 i wasn't married 28 29 30 31 32 and it wasn't just happening you know things were not working uh, you know, I had somebody that I wanted to get married to and the parents were against, uh, you know, the whole thing. And, you know, it just looked like everything was just working against, you know, what I, what I, what I was praying for, what I was trusting God for. But when the time came, things just began to, you know, fall into place. The resources came. Of course, God led me to uh, the person to get married to who I'm uh, now married to. Uh, everything just things it's like when the fullness of time came everything just fell into place you know and that that's that's just an example of you know several instances of several cases you know of of things uh of where i've seen these at work so what am i trying to say what i'm trying to say here is very simple you've been praying to god for a breakthrough you've been believing god for a breakthrough you've been trusting god for a breakthrough and it seems like it's not coming it seems like your prayers are going into god's voicemail you know it seems like you know god is not even caring what you're saying there is you're not even getting a signal uh, from heaven my brothers my sisters if you find yourself in that position or if you find yourself in that kind of situation all that I want you to know is that in the fullness of time, it's going to happen for you. In the fullness of time, it will happen for you. Time is God's factory for divine breakthroughs. And that is how you should see it. The wait is not a denial. The fact that God is not answering you now, the fact that that breakthrough is not coming now, does not mean that God is not at work. Many times God is behind the scene working things out and we begin to realize this and it will be your eyes will be clear you will see this by the time what you've been waiting for by the time it eventually comes you know when it happens like that sometimes you just realize that oh this thing that i trusted god for for five years if it had happened three years ago uh maybe it won't have been it won't have turned out well for me as you know it has turned out well for me now you know so these are the things this is just one very very important principle that you need to keep in mind while you are waiting your trust must be in god don't be tempted to fall into the trap of seeking an alternative because people who find themselves in that particular that particular that kind of situation you know it's very easy for the enemy to want to you know tempt you to lure you away from your confidence um, and your trust in god in the process of waiting our faith must be strong we must stand in faith and we must stand in belief and we must stand in confidence that god is working things out and in the fullness of time the breakthrough will manifest
Now, this brings me to the end of this episode. I want to believe that this has been a blessing to you. Please do well to share this episode with a friend. Let somebody listen to what you've just heard and let somebody be blessed. And don't just listen to this once and, you know, just throw it away. Please uh, listen to this episode over and over again until the things that we have shared here, until they are distilled into the innermost part of your being. I look forward to bringing the word of God to you again in the next episode. If you have not subscribed to any of our platforms, we're on Facebook, Instagram, we're on all the major podcast apps. If you are not connected to the Voice of Alignment on Facebook, on Instagram, or on any of the major uh, podcast apps, please do well to search for us on any of these platforms. Just type Voice of Alignment, search for Voice of Alignment. Do well to find us follow our page like and the moment we post new episode you'll be notified i look forward to sharing the word of god again with you in the next episode until then keep living in the blessings of god and in divine breakthrough god bless you